Hi, everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another Friday bonus episode highlighting the Southern Sea Summit with my friend Lisa Kirk. These episodes have been so much fun to share, and I'm thrilled because many of you have sent me a DM, written us on Instagram at How'd She Do That Podcast, or my personal account at Emily Landers, and you've shared that this has been a really fun mini-series for you to listen in. I was so inspired by the conference, my time there, the ladies that I met, other attendees, meeting online friends in real life, that I thought, okay, we've got to get some of these ladies on the podcast to share their takeaways, really tangible takeaways. And it's been so fun to hear that you all have been encouraged by the lessons we learned and you're implementing them in your own life. There's been takeaways in regard to email marketing, uh, product production, all kinds of things that you guys have reached out and and mentioned uh, as you've listened. So that's the hope. The hope is always that these episodes are filled with tangible things that you can take away and implement into your own life. It's incredible. And for me personally, you guys can go and listen back. I did a bonus episode to kick off the series with my own takeaways and thoughts. And a real theme for me and the podcast is continuing to treat this like a business. So with that in mind, I did want to update you all. We have sponsorships that are now available in May. April is covered for our sponsorships of the podcast. May, we have some openings. And then June, we also have some openings. So if you are a small business and you're looking to share more about your brand and all that you're doing, How'd She Do That podcast might be a great fit. Please feel free to reach out to us on our website. We can send you what that might look like. I'm so excited to begin highlighting women through sponsorships as well as our weekly episodes. Got to get this thing to be a business, you guys. (laughs) And I'm honestly loving it. And I'm also loving today's conversation with Lisa. Here she is on How'd She Do That? Welcome to today's special mini-series recapping the TSC Summit with my friend Lisa Kirk. Lisa, welcome to How'd She Do That? Thank you, Emily. I'm so excited about this. This is like a long time coming. And so for you to join me today, I'm so excited. I'm already rehashing our first introduction to each other. (laughs) Do you remember it? (laughs) Um, How could I forget? It was so nice to see your smiling face right after kind of arriving to the conference before even really getting settled. It was just so nice to run into somebody that I, I guess, knew on the internet and could finally meet in person. So that was so fun. Absolutely. It's it's a strange feeling for those of you who are listening and maybe you, you know, enjoy following people online or you've been friendly with people and you've kind of connected with them to be able to meet you face to face. And you were actually my first friend at the conference <laughs> that I was able to say, I know your name, I know your face, and we've talked online. <laughs> so yes. so fun. And okay. then of course to welcome you on to the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, but gosh, right off the bat, I would love for listeners to get to know you. Can you maybe give us a little introduction and and yeah, introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> so I'm Lisa Kirk, like you said, um, and I am the founder of May Lee which is a Southern-based and inspired shoe brand that is launching this spring. And we're creating very classic, versatile shoes that truly carry women 
through their days from work to the home and everywhere in between, as well as through ever evolving seasons of life. So our shoes complete workwear outfits. They make casual at home outfits feel more polished and intentional and put together. Um, and they're always effortless to step into and balance in no matter how full your hands may be. As we know, as women, our hands are often very full. So yeah, that's a little, what we're all about. Well, and it was really fun because those of us who were at the conference actually were able to see a sneak peek and they're beautiful. So I'm so excited about the launch. Early congratulations on that. But you really came to the conference. Well, tell me this. Was this your first year going? It was. Okay. So tell us a little bit because we all have our different stories as to how we were originally introduced to it. How did you hear about the summit? You know, I actually – have no idea how I first heard about it. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. So even though I'm obviously a new founder, my business is still in the pre-launch phase. I've worked in this kind of sphere of Southern women entrepreneurs ever since I was doing internships in college. So oh, wow. I've probably been like a degree or two of separation away from the summit ever since its launch. But this oh. is the first year that I've ever looked into attending. So new to me in that sense, but have known about it for a long time. So what were you doing previously? Um, Long, long story short, I was in the editorial (laughs) space for a long time. So I was an editor at a wedding magazine for a couple of years. I was a fashion copywriter for a few years, did some freelancing in between. So um, yeah, being an entrepreneur now is quite a shift for me, but it's been so amazing. Well, and just to see the beauty that you're adding into the space with with your shoes, but also with your branding, everything, it's really exciting. So I, I'd love to know, because I think this year specifically, there was a lot of different dynamics at play as to why uh, our friends, you know, other attendees mm-hmm. wanted to go. Why did you originally want to go to the conference? Yeah. So as a very new founder, like I said, I'm just learning every single day how much more I have to learn, I think. (laughs) So really my number one reason for attending was that I just wanted to soak in as much wisdom and guidance from the speakers and also from the other attendees as I possibly could. Mm. Uh, So that was really my number one goal. Um, But then I also was just really excited to meet as many people as possible and start spreading the word about May Lee Mm. to truly the exact women that I would love to see in our shoes. So that was also really special. But I was really hesitant about going this year, especially Mm. because I haven't launched yet. Um, But I was talking to a friend and former colleague of mine, um, Carolina of CWT Consulting, who was actually one of the speakers this year. And she encouraged me to go ahead and attend this year pre-launch. And I'm so grateful that I did. I bought my ticket within a couple hours of my conversation with her. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'm going. Oh, my goodness. And actually, that's fun that you mentioned Caroline is going to join me on uh, an episode of the podcast. So you all will have to see. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. We'll have to stay tuned for that, but to hear that she's a part of your story to, mm-hmm. again, like you said, pre-launch, and it's really cool and very interesting to me that you are. You're stepping out and you're coming before this product is even available, but that says a lot about, I think, your confidence in what you're building and what you're going to step into. So kudos to you because I find that extremely impressive. Tell us this because there's a lot of different logistics that women had to work with to get there. Where did you come from? What were the logistics? that you specifically had to work with? Sure. So I drove from my home in Raleigh, North Carolina. So it's about a six-hour drive, not too bad. 
But the trickiest logistic for me was figuring out childcare for the week. Um, mm. I have a five-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. Uh, we were just chatting. She turned two on two twenty-two, so that was so fun. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's uh, only in school a couple of mornings a week, so I'm still very much in a season of my life and in my business where I'm with my kids a lot. So. Mm. Um, and we don't have any family nearby, so we just weren't really sure what that was going to look like. My husband is an entrepreneur as well, so he has oh. a flexible schedule, but he's also very, very busy. So <laughs> I ended up um, getting my ticket before we had a plan, and we were just trusting that if I was supposed to be there, which I really felt confident that I was, that things would fall into place for our family that mm -hmm. week. And that is exactly what happened. So wow. my in-laws who live in very cold and snowy upstate New York <laughs> decided, <laughs> um, like many of the people from upstate New York, to spend pretty much the whole month of February in Florida. And they ended up choosing a place that was about two hours away from Sea Island. So I drove down with my husband and my kids and they literally dropped me off in Sea Island and then continued on down the coast. And wow. it was amazing. They had a blast at the beach. They had grandparent time. My husband had help with the kids and it just really, it worked out so seamlessly. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Oh, well, that's so fun to think about too. I, I'm not yet, I haven't yet stepped into that season of motherhood, but like you, we don't have any family nearby. So that mm -hmm. would be a, a challenge if, if I was looking to leave like you and your husband, like you mentioned, flexible schedule, but gosh, if he's an entrepreneur as well, extremely busy. So to hear that mm -hmm. things panned out just as they should to get mom to the conference and to get you where you needed to be is really cool. Now, where did you stay um, upon arrival? So I kind of joke that beautiful hotels are my love language. <laughs> so, <laughs> Likewise. Yes, I am sure that we have that in common. Um, so I loved being at the cloister, but I actually stayed at the inn, which is oh. another property on the resort. And it worked out so well because especially, like I said, in the pre-launch phase of the business, um, and having just made that investment in a ticket for the summit, it was really nice to have a little bit more of a budget-friendly alternative. And then I ended up splitting the room um, with a roommate, my sweet friend Jessica, who was a couple on a couple episodes ago. Yes. Um, so we that was really fun. It, we had a couple nights worth of sleepovers, and it made <laughs> it more affordable. So. And then they had a shuttle service that went back and forth between the inn and the cloister. So it was just really easy and just really nice to have that option. But I am excited. I am going to stay in the cloister next year and I'm already looking forward to that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so many people have said that was a great option. Now, did you and Jessica know each other before this? So we have known each other for a long time. She interned for the magazine that I had my first job at right oh. before I started working there. So we crossed paths. We weren't like working at the same time, but we've known of each other since then. So I've been able to watch her from the very, very beginning of her business, which has been so cool to watch just how amazing she what she's built has turned into. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so fun to hear that you guys actually knew each other beforehand because some of, and I think those of you who are listening, it might be interesting to know some of the roommates, they don't know each other. You know, they might have met online or, or whatnot, or maybe someone said, oh, you should get to know them. But I feel like that was really a, a cool thing about the conference that I wasn't expecting was just the encouragement of overlapping relationships. Have you met her? Oh, you have to meet her. Um, and to continue that outside of it, even now, um, mm -hmm. I think is really impressive as well. So to know that you 
and Jessica, you guys knew each other IRL beforehand is pretty fun as well. Well, within that same um, mindset, who were you most excited to meet? Oh my gosh. It's so hard to narrow down my answer for this question because they're truly, I was excited to meet every single woman in the room. Mm. Um, but for a lot of different reasons. So I guess from a business perspective, someone that I was really looking forward to meeting was Molly Feening. Um, I really hope she's on your podcast soon because Uh I've already listened to all the other interviews she's done and I just want to soak up more of her wisdom. Um, but yeah, she's just such an incredible businesswoman and, Um, I, so I've learned a ton from her, like I said, listening to past interviews she's done. And so I really wanted to just thank her first of all, um, for what I've already learned from her and to continue to just soak up her wisdom and her knowledge. Um, and she's also such a champion of female founders, which is something that I admire immensely. And so I was obviously very excited to share Maylee with her too. Mm. Um, and then on a personal level, there were so many people that I've been friends with on the internet for ages and some <laughs> for even more than a decade that I had not met in person yet. So like Sarah Tucker and Caroline Bramlett and you and the list oh. goes on. There was just so many people that I was excited to finally meet in person. That's exactly how I felt. It it was amazing to, and I, I'm so curious. I was talking with Morgan from Buru. I'm like, what is the equivalent of this in California? Because <laughs> to be able to, or maybe it's, I, I don't know, it, it, it inspired me in so many different ways to be able to have so many incredible women that you've overlapped with. And mm-hmm. I'm sure for you, having a product, and I'm so intrigued every time I talk to a product based business and founder like yourself. I mean, I would just, I'm sure you were walking around like, I want you to be wearing them. I want you to be wearing my shoes. I want you to be wearing my (laughs) shoes. And so I'm sure that, that, that was a little bit of, of, um, the excitement around you being there and kind of dreaming in that way. You just mentioned Molly and I love just the theme that, that you're sharing as a new founder. Uh, but a question just came to mind in what stage did you begin to feel confident in calling yourself a founder? Oh, that's a good question. I am not sure that I could totally put a finger on like a date or a milestone necessarily um, because I feel like this whole business has been one baby step after another. And Mm. so for me, and and this is all, this is a whole conversation for a whole nother day, but (laughs) um, just to, to sum it up quickly, I guess for me, the very first baby step that I took was I Googled how our shoes made. Like that's really where this started. And then it was one step into, okay, how can I learn more? Here's a seminar that I can take from a trade school in Italy. Okay. Here's the next step. Here's the next step. Um, I mean, maybe when I like filed my LLC, I was like, okay, this is real (laughs) (laughs) for an unglamorous answer. I don't know, but I think definitely being at the summit and just seeing women in all these different stages of business did give me a boost of confidence in that. Um, and you know, now that we're in the production phase for our first order, that definitely gives me some more confidence. Like, okay, this product is actually being made. It's not just a sketch. It's not just in my head. So yeah. 
Oh, well, I love that answer. I'm sitting over here thinking about, gosh, the different steps that you've already taken. And I love that you would share. Yeah. Originally it's like Google, how are shoes made? (laughs) And then uh, it's fascinating. (laughs) If you've never looked up how a shoe is made from scratch, I highly recommend a YouTube search. (laughs) Well, it might lead you to start a business. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) And for that to be the case for you, uh, a quick side note, the shoes that you had at the conference were those Mm -hmm. samples. What would you have called those products? Yes. So okay. I was I had all of my samples made in my size because obviously I wanted to wear them and test them out and be able to kind of put them through the ringer and know yep. that I w- will be giving my customers the best possible product that I can and something that I l- truly want to wear every day. Wow. So yes, those were all samples. So we have four styles that are launching this spring and it was really fun to be able to wear them at the conference because I have not shared them publicly yet. And so really the only way to get a sneak peek at this point is to see me in person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the question I know all my listeners are asking, what what size shoe are you? (laughs) We're all going to come get them. (laughs) (laughs) I wear a size eight shoe or a 38.5 in European Uh, sizing. And if you live in Raleigh and want to come try them out and give me some notes, you're more than welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's so fun. And, And again, to have been able to see them in person and to know that this is just such an exciting time for you specifically um, and for the conference to have been kind of a launching pad. It's really, really cool. I would love to know too, what was your favorite kind of TSC activity and and maybe share a little bit about why it was your favorite? Yeah. Um, So in thinking about this question, I feel like my answer really surprised me because it's not what I expected to love the most. I'm definitely an introvert. I could sit in the conference room and, you know, take notes on panels all day long and be so happy doing that. (laughs) But what really sticks out in my memories now, a few weeks later is the kind of afternoon social events. Mm. So there was one called books and bubbles, which was a book signing with all the authors in attendance. It was on the beautiful patio as the sun was going down and there was champagne and it was just so lovely. And then the sip and shop where all of these amazing brands that were in attendance hosted the most beautiful like pop-up shop market. And looking back, I think those were such great opportunities to go a little deeper with people um, outside of like mealtimes and dinner times and stuff. Mm. It was just a great chance to go up to people, introduce yourself, ask questions, get to know them and their stories. And one thing that I think was really amazing about TSC, and I'd be curious if this was your impression too, was I loved how the mentors and speakers were like right there alongside us. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, here's all the speakers at the top of the mountain, untouchable, like we're all aspiring to that. It was just so integrated and everybody had, like everybody was trying to, you know, get to the next step in their business, whatever that looked like. And Mm -hmm. everyone was just so willing to learn from each other, to meet one another and hear each other's stories. So I just really loved that opportunity and seeing that play out and, you know, trying to be bold and meet everybody that I wanted to meet and take advantage of that opportunity. Um, and especially in, you know, such a beautiful place was so much fun. Well, and such a great point. Cause I, I don't think anyone's mentioned that, but truly the, uh, yeah, the speakers, everybody was integrated. Everybody was there. Everybody was doing pop-ups. Everybody was sharing their product, their mm-hmm. story, and for everybody to be so available and right there, you know, looking up and walking around the, the shop area or uh, the books and bubbles. Yeah. Everybody's there and everybody's lifting each other up together. And I know that can potentially sound 
really cheesy, but it <laughs> actually is what happened. So I can't yes, really say it. It really was. Yeah, I can't really say it any other way than sounding just totally cheesy, but that is actually, you know, what it felt like. And I, I would be curious because it's really interesting to me. I've had so many women on, and I'm I'm talking actually specifically about these bonus episodes that have shared with me that they would consider themselves an introvert. And so to hear that you guys had the confidence and the excitement to attend a conference like this, I think of in, introverts close to me in my life, friends, family members, you know, it would be their personal nightmare to be at, at the events that you just shared, <laughs> you know, attempting to reach out. Can you tell us, you know, was there any hesitation for you in that? How did you overcome it if there was? Or do you have any tips for maybe an introvert who's listening thinking, oh, this all sounds really cool. I absolutely could never do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I like, like I said, those events that I mentioned were the ones that I was a little bit more nervous about going into it. But once I was actually there and, you know, people were so kind and, everything like that. I just was so excited to be able to share about Maylee is I mm. think what it really comes down to is that I am not in a room with these women, these, like I said, these exact women that I would love to see in my shoes someday. And like, this was my chance to mm. meet them and, you know, learn about them, maybe learn a little bit about what they're looking for in shoes. Like you just don't get that opportunity every day. And so came down to it. I had the chance to, you know, go up to um, all of these women that I admire and that I wanted to meet. It just, I didn't really have any hesitation. I was just so excited about the, that chance. Oh, I love that that's the focus, that the main focus you had was like, look, this is my chance to, well, it ties in with your passion of your product, mm -hmm. that, that you're excited, you're inspired, you're ready to share it. And then you see in front of you all the, the ladies that you'd be able to do so. So I, I think that's a tangible takeaway. And again, take yourself out of the, you know, listener, take yourself out of the conference setting and put yourself into, you know, a day-to-day -day experience in hoping to network or hoping to connect with someone and call someone up and share about your product or your business or your podcast, whatever it might be. The excitement around it, I think, can really halt fear or hesitation. If you're able to put your eyes towards the excitement, the hopes, the potential, instead of the potential of what, what if there's a no, what if there's a closed door, what if there is? And being able to kind of turn, flip the switch, if you will, in your mind and be able to look to the positive and say, these are people I want to connect with. There's no worry or need to fear here because these are people that I that I hope to inspire and connect with. So you said that also eloquently. I couldn't agree more. Uh, well, I'm really curious because every time I ask this question, I'm, I'm usually kind of surprised by the answer. So I'd be curious to know, who was your favorite speaker at the event? Yes, all of them were truly amazing. I have pages and pages of notes from every single panel, to be honest. But um, I think there's two in particular that really stood out to me. One was Leela Rose. I have been a huge fan of hers for a long time, especially having worked in the wedding industry. I'd actually met her very briefly years and years ago. Um, but I just think she's like the loveliest, most fun person and the perfect example of somebody who leads with so much grace and humor and is just so true to herself. So mm. hearing a little bit more and gaining some insight into how she does that while leading this incredible global brand was really inspiring and motivating to me. And then I also really loved hearing from Morgan and Brett of Buru. Um, mm. 
I think I actually teared up a little bit at one point during their panel because they just spoke so beautifully to, um, this wasn't even what their panel was about. You know, they were focusing on talking about collaborations, but they also touched on how they have built a business as a husband and wife and just building their business that works around the life that they're building with their family. Mm. Um, All of that just resonated with me so, so deeply and was an amazing inspiration. Did you unpack any of that when you went home? Um, Yes, for sure. My (laughs) husband was teasing me that I was going to talk his ear off for the entire six hour <laughs> ride home. And I, that's pretty much exactly what I did. Oh, well, that was me too. I, I, I was telling my husband, I'm like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm sharing with you the, the intensity and excitement that I have, like, are you understanding? He's like, yes, I understand. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> oh yes. my goodness. Well, it's so fun to hear that that was the case for you as well. Just thinking and, and dreaming of, of what could be next. And uh, I couldn't agree more. And I think even, you know, connecting, I'm sure as you did as a mother and thinking about what could this look like? What could my business really turn into? Uh, they're a great example. I think many would look to them and say, wow, it's incredible. And for those of you who are listening, it, they are, their story and what they are building really is something to, to look into. Uh, well, tell us this, and I would be really interested to know what was perhaps the greatest lesson you walked away with. One thing that I loved about the summit was that there were so many very like nitty gritty practical lessons that I took away from. So I really appreciated just that tangible aspect of it. But I think overall, my greatest lesson was that reminder that the definition of success can and should look different for every person and every business. So Mm. Carrie Mori of Callie's Hot Little Biscuit spoke into that so beautifully And she encouraged everyone to reassess your definition of success quarterly and then Mm. to use that to set your goals for that quarter. So that's something that I'm very excited to implement, especially in this season of my business, because where I am right now is going to look very different in three months and the three months after that. Um, So I I really loved that takeaway. Well, it's so interesting too that you would be able to go ahead and implement that at such an early phase in your business. Uh, I'm excited to see you continue to grow. And of course, we're all excited about the launch. But for you to be able to implement something like that at a ground level and be able to to step into it and move forward with that, I think that's going to be really interesting and really cool to see what that is now. Do you have a definition of success currently in mind for you? Well, for this current stage where we're pre-launch, I think my definition of success right now is just spreading the word about May Lee. So, you know, I have some kind of benchmarks that I'm hoping to hit with our newsletter and our social media and things like that and different influencer partnerships and just anything that I can do to start spreading the word as we're leading up to our launch and kind of building that buzz. Um, so I have a couple different action steps kind of based on that. But again, we're launching in May. So in, you know, three, four months from now, I'm, you know, Lord willing, my goals will look really different and be much more focused on things like sales, which <laughs> is not something I'm thinking about right in this current moment in my business. Well, such a good point though, because I think so many of us think, well, oh, you have your product. Here we go. Boom. Here we go. But I'd love to know, cause you just hinted at this. What are your action items? What are you working on now? And maybe what were the takeaways from the conference that you're putting into practice? 
Yeah. So my, I think one of my other really big goals from the conference was to solidify my kind of vision for my launch. Mm. Um, so I was really eager to just learn from other founders about what they did or what worked and didn't work for them, what they prioritized in their time and budgets and everything like that. So I did gain a lot of clarity on that. So I'm kind of breaking that vision down into action steps now. So things like pitching to editors and influencers, like I mentioned, um, strategizing our content calendar as we're building up to the launch and how to be the most strategic and impactful with that. Um, Just really anything I can do to show our potential customers who we are and what we're all about. So there's a lot of action steps in that, but just having this clear vision now that I feel like I'm working toward has already been really helpful. Oh, well, it's so cool. And you're giving us these little bite-sized pieces, which I know everyone's enjoying. I'm over here enjoying, and I'm over here like brainstorming your launch with you. I'm like, this is so exciting. Oh my goodness. Well, two, um, this just came to mind. Is this solely you working on this right now? What does your team look like? Yes. So it is mostly me. And then I mentioned my husband is an entrepreneur. He actually very conveniently for me is a small business financial consultant. Nice. He is my CFO who I tease him that I pay him an iced coffee and (laughs) we'll see how that goes, how long I can sustain that. Um, So he's very integral to my team right now, just with all of the pieces. I'm definitely more the creative and he, but I mean, this business wouldn't exist without him. He does all of my financial modeling and just everything, (laughs) everything on the finance side, um, which has been, I mean, truly I couldn't do it without him. So, well, it's cool to hear because for those of you who are listening, think about everything that Lisa shared, all the different action items, all the different steps she's taking, uh, all the different, gosh, just brainstorming, but also research you've done she's doing this. This is her business that she's stepping forward with her idea. Ultimately a third baby, I would say that (laughs) that is coming soon. What can we be on the lookout for? I would love for listeners to know what can they be on the lookout for, uh, coming up. So our launch, I, I should say quickly too. I also, I am not personally making the shoes. I'll be very clear about that. So I do also (laughs) have, they don't work for me specifically, but I have a team in Italy um, that works with our factories and everything like that. So, so awesome. Um, <laughs> so yes, all that said, we are currently on track to launch at the end of May. Um, it is a little bit tricky to plan products, especially internationally right now with everything yeah. going on, but so far so good. Um, hoping to launch at the end of May. Um, and yeah, so we'll be rolling out a lot more kind of sneak peeks of all of the styles, um, over the coming months and just more of the story of Maylee and who we are and what we're about and who we're hoping to serve and, um, who we're hoping to inspire and all of that over the coming weeks. So lots and lots coming up. I think I have like five posts on our Instagram so far, but There's, believe me, a lot more to come. It's just kind of the tip of the iceberg for us right now. Well, we will all stay tuned. We're so excited. And of course, I loved being able to meet you in person, see your products, knowing all that's to come. I personally can't wait and I'm so excited. Uh, But I would love to know, I've been asking this, it's almost silly to ask, but I do want to know, would you recommend this conference that we've so enjoyed chatting about, the TSC, to others? 
I'm sure it comes as no surprise, but <laughs> yes, I absolutely would. But I'll also just offer some encouragement to anybody who is worried that their business might not be big enough yet for them to attend mm. because seeing the lists of speakers and even seeing people put like other attendees post that they're going, it can be a little bit intimidating because there are some incredibly successful women that are part of this conference. Yeah. So I will just leave a word of encouragement for those women that if you're serious about what you're doing and you're committed to bringing your business to the next level, that I really do think this conference will be amazing for you. Mm, so well said and, and connect with that on so many levels. So thank you. <laughs> well, Lisa, I know many of my listeners are likely here because they love you. They follow you already. But for those who don't, where can listeners connect with you? Yes. So you can find us at shopmaylee.com. And right now uh, the site is not live, but there is a newsletter sign up there. So signing up for our newsletter is where I'm sent. That's where you'll be able to see the first updates, the first sneak peeks, all of those things. Um, you can also follow along at shopmaylee on Instagram. Again, there's not very much there yet, but there's so much more coming up. And I'm just so excited to take women along on this journey of bringing this brand to life. Oh, well, we are ready for it and we're excited and we are cheering you on along the way. So we'll stay tuned. And Lisa, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Emily. It was so much fun to chat with you and catch up a little bit. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.